Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast. I am one of your hosts, Jay. With me this week, we got a full house. We got Austin, Johnny Riot, and Brian. What up, what up, what up? Everyone else is dead silent. Just leave me fully. Uh, I, I mean, let's be honest. I had a bit of a brain fart there, and I couldn't think of anything to come up with. So, so wait, wait, what are we doing? You're like, I didn't even hit record yet. <laughs> Now, this is the Mammoth Games Cast. Uh, we talk about all your weekly news that you need to know. If you guys get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares as well over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do dumb stuff just like this. Uh, this week, um, we're going to be, today, uh, we're going to be recording our uh, weekly show. We'll also be recording our monthly show. So if you guys didn't know, we also have a monthly show. Just uh, goes through all of your uh, upcoming releases for the month, as well as the things you get with PlayStation Plus, games with gold, and more. Um, so go check that out. All right, let's jump on in. We have some uh, pretty good things to actually talk about this week. Do we really? I, I feel like every week. I'm always like, okay, what are we going to talk about? What are the big things that happen? And there's usually like one thing, but this week there was actually quite a few cool things. Um, so this, we'll start off with something just a little lighter. So I'm back um, in time for a good news week? Is that what this is? Is it? No. Is it a good news week? We'll find no out. good news allowed. I'll find, I'll, find those, I'll find those negative angles. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's okay. an Activision Blizzard story we could pull up. <laughs> Well, the first one, uh, I don't know. Is the GTA trilogy uh, positive or negative? Negative. Okay. <laughs> well, with that attitude, it is. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it negative be. because uh, we shouldn't need this article. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the GTA trilogy um, did patch, big patch, fixing more than 100 bugs that, uh, that was running around in the guy. Uh, there was some, I, I, don't, I don't know how that happened. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, how did they just go, yeah, we've done this before. Yeah, we've already made this game. There's no way that bugs occur when we put a new line of code in this spot here, right? No. It's just impossible. And if they're developers, they know this (sighs) is not true. I mean, it's just definitely a clear lapse in either quality control management or just a situation where they decided to just overrule quality control because they wanted to push this out. Right. This came out how long ago? Just two, two, three weeks ago? It was around the same time uh, Halo yeah. multiplayer came out, right? So yeah, they were probably was... definitely wanting to get this out for the holiday season. They didn't want to delay it. So they decided... Well, we'll ship it as it is, and everyone can deal with the milk rain. That damn, that old issue. I wish you hadn't said that. (laughs) Milk rain. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Well, that's what happens. That's what I've heard everyone describe it so far. I still have yet to. It's not a bad description, but I'm just not happy about it. You know. (laughs) I wonder to where cookies. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Does that, is that funny? That's the way the cookie crumbled in the milk rain. With milk rain. Yeah. How did these How did these games have over 100 bugs? How, how do they have I over mean, 100 well-defined uh, bugs that could be that's the problem. by this? I think, I think it does go back to what we talked about when we originally talked about the milk rain. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, they're not using their proprietary in-house engine they're using a modified version of the unreal 4 engine because the unreal 4 engine 
you know, I not not to, you know, make it sound this way, but it's a little dumbed down compared to their in-house engine. Right. Right. Um, well, it, it so has to be so that because the way that it's marketed out is that they want it. Everyone can use the that Unreal Engine and stuff. So it, it's not proprietary for what Rockstar specifically needs. Mm-hmm. Well, every every engine. Every engine's different. So even if they have this modified engine for their in-house engine, even if it is originally based off of, let's say, the Unreal engine, if they take that forward or that code, that original code, and they move it in, like if you take code from, you know, this edition of Unreal 4 and you copy that code and you put it into this edition of Unreal 4, this updated edition, mm-hmm. things are going to go wrong. Okay. That's yeah. just, you know, it's just going to, there's going to be an error somewhere along the line. Um, and this code that they were looking at and they're playing around with is PS2 code. And they're right. putting it in Unreal 4, which didn't even exist. Right. So, so yeah, I can see where the issues come from and everything. I think the bigger kind of question is, like, how did this get how anywhere did they let it go down? passing yeah, QA? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. some of these weren't, like, even issues. They were just straight up decisions that they made like the rain filter that they did or just uh, just going through like a lot of these different um, bugs that they fixed like apparently there was a ton of like spelling mistakes on signs and stuff it just kind of seemed like it wasn't just coding issues it was just general overall development issues with this game with these yeah. three games so who did they have well, yeah let's look that up Who who was the like development team behind this it was like a a new like a smaller studio right it was like they were named after gta level or something i can't remember oh it was developed by grove street games grove street games yeah yeah so let me look up grove street games let's see what where they come from and what, what what's up with them um, formerly War Drum Studios LLC, uh, based in Gainesville, Florida, founded in 2007, known for porting games to mobile platforms, including several ports of Rockstar-based properties. So they were already doing Rockstar-based properties. Um, mm-hmm. That makes sense, especially with like the future plans for this um, remaster trilogy going to mobile. They would want this kind of studio to do that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they have um, an ex- pretty extensive. The first thing was 2011 Grand Theft Auto 3 10 Year Anniversary Edition, bringing that to um, Android, iOS, and Fire OS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even did Max Payne Mobile. Um, it looks like they have a pretty the bully anniversary for iOS and Android. Yeah, huh. so pr- pretty big deal um, getting that uh, getting that port for console when you really don't have a history in console based ports so that's probably where it came from just reading through some of these issues one stood out here fixed multiple issues and cutscenes where CJ's arms clipped through his body while at max fat Mm. while at max (laughs) fat I've been trying to get to max fat honestly and and that is weird because uh, if um, you've ever messed with like um if you've ever messed with or just saw the process of something like uh, like dealing with blend shapes on character development, mm-hmm. um, they have these areas of deformation, which would be, you know, like the armpit area. Right. Um, 
yeah, I, I think that it depends on how far it bends in. That just could be, uh, uh, you know, somehow hitting a negative number, not putting a cap at like zero. And maybe yeah, when I, you get fat, you have to bump that cap up to three exactly. uh, out of out of ten or whatever, mm-hmm. just to yeah. give the arms a, a little bit of uh, what what is Ralphie's brother from A Christmas Story's name? Where his arms are out, he's all like, uh, like done up in Christmas stuff out or uh, like coats and stuff outside. You can't move. I don't know. I try to black out that movie from my memories. I'm I'm not a fan of that movie. Fair enough. My hot take there. I don't think it's a good movie. Fair. Got him. I didn't. I didn't expect a. Uh, All the real <laughs> shits coming out today. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, it, but it's an annual argument that I have with my family about whether or not the, a Christmas story is a good movie, and I end up being on the two v one side of no, it is not a good movie. All right, no, I'm interested in the article. We're coming up on Christmas, or I'm interested in. Uh, I'm invested now. What? What? What's the? Why I, is it not a good movie? I just think there's well, better. Why Christmas do they think it's a good there. movie? I, I I don't know. Sometimes when it comes to movie opinions, some of their decisions, I just I, it, it, it's a big thing. Uh, well, it, it's not. It, it is, but it isn't kind of deal. But like my. My perspective is, like, there's so many other better Christmas movies out there. I mean, instead of TBS doing Christmas Story 24-hour marathon, let's put Jingle All the Way on there. Get ourselves a turbo Damn. or some shit Hell like yeah. that. Hell yeah. Okay. I can um, only watch that movie, like, maybe one time. <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters. My dude's jingling all the way over here. Yeah. Very weird. It's I don't know. It's best in bad movie, so... It's... Christmas Story is a movie to me that did not age well and there's That's a true. lot of like there's a lot of cinematography for it where like the camera gets up close in people's faces like back and forth and it's just it's weird to me and I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it yeah. like there's a lot of weird decisions in like close-ups that they do in like the parade scene and then the infamous like where he's going to ask Santa at the mall and he gets like kicked down the slide and stuff like that. There's this weird one where like it looks like Santa had a hold of the camera and he was just taking it back and forth in his face and it's just it's weird. I don't I like know what scene you're talking Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I don't like it. It is weird. <laughs> it's supposed to be unsettling. It's supposed to be kind of scary, yeah, I think. And it works, but it doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's good yeah all right all right we have we have went from gta trilogy to a christmas story uh let's get back to gta right they're kind of similar in a weird way (laughs) like i can see the connection there austin has the exact same theory on why gta is bad bad camera angles yeah it has bad camera angles that's the only problem that's like uh that that old x-play skit when camera angles go bad I think it's because we grew. I think bad. the reason that the bad camera angles are causing a problem now is that we're so many years apart from MySpace. So yeah, when the <laughs> absolutely right. Originally launched, that was still a thing, and we were able to get by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. All right, and uh, it. I mean, Johnny mentioned it was the the physical edition was yeah. uh, delayed for. Um, by Rockstar with the Switch version pushed to next year. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. at least delayed out the, the Xbox and PlayStation copies about 10 more days. Not that that's really going to help much, but okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. We've talked before about how delays are impactful or not, and yet again, oh wow, two bit less than two weeks. That's a big one. That's going to yeah. help so much. Yeah. Um, pushing the switch one back to like next year sometime maybe is a lot better. Um, give us that kind of transparency, but don't pretend that ten days is going to fix everything. Now watch right. that it only runs good on the switch. Yeah, oh, it w- it'll run amazing <laughs> on the switch. Can't wait. That's yeah. going to be the only the, one where they actually know where their limitations are and how to make it work, right? With a 10-day delay, yeah. this patch won't be included on the disc, will it? it they'll still have no. to download this patch. Yeah, because yeah. that because, uh, would have been already 10 days by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it takes more than that to go gold anyway. So usually yep. it's a, at least a month turnaround. Yeah. Well, there you have it. It's your GTA news. Um, take two. And uh, it... That, that's, that's really weird. Take two, Joseph Harris. And It Takes Two, the game by Joseph Harris. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't read through that. The take... It Takes Two, hit by Take Two claim was, was what was wrote. Um... Yeah. Looks like there's a whole deal going on with that, yeah? This is really, like, extra weird because it's been out for so long. Like, it's been out for... Did it come up this year? What, it was half yeah. a year? Three quarters of a year? Something like that? Yeah. And it was announced with the name and everything ahead of time. So, why would you wait until the game has been out? I mean, maybe this is, like, a, a minor, like, kindness of like, okay, we're not gonna like destroy your game from orbit before it even has a chance to come no, out. You want to know why? It's because it's 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 a successful game. Well, yeah, but did it just become successful yesterday? Like, what what's with the delay? It's the time for all That's the sure. awards announcements, though. You're you're finally creeping up on award season, so it's getting brought up a lot. It's becoming relevant uh, for people to talk about the game more. I don't know. Right. It's such a weird like. It's like complaining that somebody stole the title of your book on a book they wrote in, like, 1973. The best part is, though, if you read more of this article, it brings out more about how scummy um, Take-Two Interactive has been. Yeah, the more information you get, the worse it is. Like, like trademark registering and stuff like that. Essentially, it's it's like, well, a lot of these larger companies kind of like like patent trolling. They try to accumulate as many potential IP names as they can so that way they lock them they're already protected and it's reserved for them yeah exactly they tried to contest such words as rockstar social club mafia and civilization man civilization could you imagine if any of those (laughs) words got copyrighted for one I would much like for no job applications ever to tell me that they're recruiting real rock stars that That's true. Actually, like I kind of like this. That would be my favorite win out of all of that this. That would be a win. But yeah. then we wouldn't be able to talk about the downfall of civilization so casually. Right. You know, like so, we're experiencing it. So to answer your <laughs> one question about when this came out, this came out in March 20, uh, March 26 was when this released. So it's been over half the year that this has been out. Yeah. It is and, really, it, it just seemed really late to like bitch and moan about this now. Well, it reminds me of, remember a few years ago when the developers of Candy Crush were trying to trademark the word Saga and it became a giant back and forth with the developers of the Banner Saga. Yep. Weird. 
I love like, it though. It, like when you get so far down in this article, like near the bottom, uh, it says it's these tactics video game lawyers, uh, video games lawyer Richard Hoag said has said, which Take Two frequently uses to extract concessions from applicants. Um, you can start to see applicants to preemptor preemptorily limit their own applications to try to avoid getting extended out. Um, as well as plenty of folks with legitimate applications simply choosing not to fight by defaulting th on the opposition. Yep. If you look at the trial and, ap and appeals board, you can see that Take-Two has filed at, filed at least extension requests for 25 challenges in the last three months, and most Jesus. other game companies go back six or seven years to get to that number. Hmm. Take-Two wow. is being very, very aggressive. They're just being really trolly about it. Yeah, they're, they're being doing such assholes about well, it. Well, what's their? It's not necessary. Does it say in here what their um, trademark for their company name is? Is it is it Take Two Interactive? Is it Take Two? Take Dash Two. Yeah, um, that is kind of an interesting because question. this is called It Takes Two, which there's, is different. And there's it, no they're very different. And right. there's an S. Yeah. So I, I do know there is a like a limitation, but sometimes those patent offices do sign. You know the the um, ruling does side with you know what company is bigger. Right. You know what what's going to earn more money. Who could throw more money at at the lawsuit? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't like you see down here. It says Rockstar Axe Throwing, a Florida-based axe throwing company. Yeah, they're obviously going to lose against take, uh, like Take Two Interactive. Like, you're you might as well just let it go and change your name to I don't know Flingies. I I, I don't know. Ooh, Flingies. that's a great yeah, one. That's a good name, huh? TM 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 TM. But yeah, no, it's just it seems weird, and I think that that line Take Two is being very very aggressive is uh, pretty much sums it up. Just kind of doing it for no reason. And especially, it's not impacting them literally at all. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, uh, I don't know. Unnecessary. Get your, get your rock star to produce a new game every 10 years instead of uh, making it 20. Yeah. That seems to be the, the move. All right. God, so, uh, Battlefield. So what was that? I hate Take Two Interactive so much. Yeah, they really are like one of the like most hostile game well, companies with this type of thing I mean I mean it's it's not like developers they just own developers right right I mean that seems to be like there's almost like a common line of these people are okay and wait these people are definitely the enemy I feel like yeah. I feel like take two owns some good people but uh, the majority of that company feels like what would be a super villain or an enemy. Yep. All right. Uh, so Battlefield's been doing shit, huh? Yeah, it seems like uh, <laughs> mostly <EA>. bad. <laughs> yeah, and which is unfortunate for them be for what they were trying to envision because by the sounds of it, uh, EA was looking to try to make the battlefield connected universe and 2042 was going to be the initial staging point for that franchise to really kind of be more um more of an inclusive universe so they did some shuffling around of uh personnel and it looks like vincent pella from uh respawn entertainment is going to be heading 
Dice LA Studios and trying to guide that whole perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's not necessarily, that's that seems like it'd be a good, like a good move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, you know, respawn's been. I mean, I find myself wanting to uh, jump into like Apex quite regularly. Mm-hmm. I don't because I have to download it. Right. Uh, but uh, but you know, I, I think about it every now and again. Hey, that could be fun. Well, respawn nails game mechanics. I mean, yeah. Titanfall in Apex is probably one of the best first-person shooter mechanics out on the market. And then. I really loved the game mechanics behind Jedi Fallen Order. That was such a fun gameplay experience to have. For sure, for sure. Um, and they, they did they already delist um, Titan? Yeah, Titanfall, the original Titanfall. They is that were, what the story was saying? Or no, they're going to. Yeah, they're um, they're going to. They okay. I mean, I oh god, I I forgot Titanfall one was still active. I'm just gonna that, be that was my completely problem. honest on that. Um, <laughs> right, I wasn't a big fan of the whole. Hey, guess what? This game's just straight multiplayer. It's all it is. Um, man, if only we fucking knew way back when that game launched how successful that idea was gonna be. Um, mm. It was a cool game. Titanfall two crushed it though. Um, yeah, it did. So that was that was no big surprise. Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, the biggest surprise to me was, oh shit, that's still active, uh, <laughs> and then everybody was yeah. like, oh yeah, it's riddled with fucking hackers. Though I was like, oh, really? Yep. Never Imagine mind. that a ten plus old first person shooter that's still active is riddled with hackers. Cool. So yeah, that was the I, new thing that I learned from that. <laughs> I do think my favorite thing that was announced for Battlefield twenty forty two. Uh, was the Santa skin. I'm glad you put that up. Hell yeah. yeah. Was, was, that, so, was that you, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. I saw this, <laughs> and it definitely got me excited earlier in the er, earlier in the week because I was like, wait, Battlefield 2042 is adding a Santa Claus skin? Why the uh-huh. fuck would you do that? That's a terrible idea. That is the dumbest thing in the world. That's <laughs> the and then you thought about it. That's the Unless they're big American dad skin. fans. That's true. American Dad fans. That's that like very every Christmas fun. episode is a killer. Well, that and Futurama, Killer of Santas, are just, like trademarks for both of those shows. It's just yeah. the most un FPS skin you could add to a game, and I'm honestly <laughs> yes. so glad this went the way it did because it got huge hype for so many different reasons, and then suddenly they were That's like, great. "Oh shit, maybe this was a bad idea." Really. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you think murder Santa was a bad idea? You think just uh, maybe like, <laughs> this was a bad idea? Wow! They should have just named him Murder Santa, uh, but they went with Father through? Winter. Like how many? How many? Up layer, how many levels of approval did it take for this to get pushed through the, all the way? That's the funny part. That like, yeah, how that many is people really looked at it good. were like, oh shit, this is really fun. I guarantee every single person that said, yeah, this is dope, pushed it up with the anticipation of the next person saying, no, you can't do that. <laughs> like this was a joke. This had to be a joke from the start. That just no one told it when to stop. Can it's you like Father Winter is rocking some sleeves there? It's like it just Elon Musk <laughs> itself real. all the way through the trail. That's and funny. a bulletproof vest. Good God! Oh man, that's kind of amazing. I want to watch Futurama but, now. But they, they did. Uh, <laughs> the Kotaku article says update. Battlefield Santa's dead. The gamers killed him. 
Love that. I love Kotaku so much. People like to give them shit for being like, quote, the woke company, like the woke people. But God, I love Kotaku articles so much. Yeah, Kotaku's got some really funny stuff. Kotaku's got some serious stuff. And they also like, dude, they piss off the boomer crowd so much. Yeah, I like that. That's a huge positive. mentality, because there's a lot of people that are like, young boomer that are still into gaming and stuff that have that boomer mentality still and it's weird and i love seeing that kotaku doesn't care about pissing those people off it's so good yep they should thank their parents that's uh that's where that's coming from good god wait concept go ahead that's not real Uh, (laughs) there was a on on twitter it's like (laughs) concept art to final and i'm like damn that is pretty close that's not real that's that's rad though. Santa's back, and this time, see, and just another he brought reason. Coal. Your nuts will <laughs> roast on an open fire. He's back, and he's packing more than coal. <laughs> it just, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Slow hoes. <laughs> God, I'm loving this. This is a great idea. You guys are fucking stupid. It's this just another cool. reason that, like, Battlefield, Battlefield 2042 performs so poorly, and then they come up with this banger of an idea, and then they're like, "Nope, sorry, that that I can't believe that I got through. That's our bad. We were gonna make our game fun for a minute. Let's go ahead and get that out of here. So you have no. Room <laughs> no, it's, for that can't, it's not allowed to be cool. Sorry. So are you yeah. saying that we need to start a Save Santa campaign? Save Santa. Oh, you're right, and I'm glad you said it. I'm sorry. I got to go back for a second because while we're talking about how bad this Roll back. was, while, while we're talking about how bad Battlefield did, it reminded me of like the funniest thing I've seen in a minute, and I'm going to share it in here too because of all oh the God. games that have gotten terrible reviews this season that have come out, and I mean awful Metacritic reviews, Call uh-huh. of Duty, Battlefield, GTA, and Far Cry are all in that list. Guess what game has crushed them all in Metacritic scores right now? Uh-huh. Peppa Pig! Fucking Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa, 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 Peppa Pig! Has a better Metacritic score than all of those games. And it should. And it absolutely okay, kills me. This I am fighting me. back a tear, and it's really a happy, funny tear. So, hold man. On. This game's wow. kind of selling me. <laughs> man. <laughs> Like, if you add all of those games, if you add all of their scores together, Peppa Pig still beats them. Hell yeah. Damn. And Peppa Pig! For that reason, brutal. I mean, the only one of any of those games I've had experience with so far is Far Cry, and that game's busted. I, I, I'm having fun with it. I don't know. Well, well here's the deal. What are you playing it on? PS5. My wife's playing it on the PS4 Pro. It is busted. So, while playing it, not only has this game frozen up while she's driving to give things ahead of her time to load in, like a PS2 game, (laughs) there are so many times she has, like, pulled over a car to be able to, like, try to rescue the people in the back, and they just don't move. Like, they're there, and they're functioning, but the action doesn't queue up for them to try to to get freed or try to escape. They're just stuck. Um, even though she kills the driver and the vehicle stops, the people are just still sitting in the back like nothing's going on, not asking for help or anything, so she can't interact with them. Um, tons and tons of bugs in that game. 
Nice. And when I told her how much better the PS5 version is, because apparently there's nothing wrong with the better versions, she got mad that she doesn't have a PS5. And I said, to be fair, you're still enjoying this game, though, because you liked Fallout 4. Mm. Reiterating yeah. that she loves a buggy mess. So now she's fine mm. with it again. Yeah. But, okay, that's good. But, yeah. Well, you know, silver lining. But yeah, it's busted. And Like, I just hear Ubisoft over here going... Dear CD Projekt Red, we're teach sorry. us. <laughs> like it's 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 that level of busted sometimes. Like it's just it's super buggy. So a lot of things she can't interact with, even though she's supposed to be able to. Um, and I, I get it. I would have probably ripped it apart. Uh, everyone else is playing it on a current gen system, and no one's playing it on last gen. And that's kind of why all these reviews are being based on the current gen now. Which is, mm. I'm glad to see games are optimized for it. But if you're going to drop the game on both gens, you damn sure better make sure it works on both. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true. All right. Let's get into, uh, like, Sony patent hour uh, because they yeah. had a few oh, yeah. drop. End of um, the year, you know, we got to drop our R&D budget. So, yeah. The PlayStation Patent Power Hour. The PPT. Yeah. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. The first one. Peppa Pig. The, the first one came from Sony Interactive Entertainment's jo uh, Japanese division. Um, their design was a split version of the DualShock 4 controller. Uh, so picture a DualShock 4, cut that thing right, right down the center, and right. shove your phone in there. Um, that's what it is. Uh, it, it's, it's basically um, a backbone for Sony. My phone's too big for that. Right. That's true, your phone is too big for that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I wonder if it'd be two pieces, or is it two pieces, or like the backbone where it has like a spine that goes down the back of it? Oh, it's probably That was my joke. It. It's probably going to have that. Yeah, okay. that was my joke. It, like Sony's like, introducing the PlayStation spine. God. And it's like, that was the, the, the name of it. Just, this is them gearing up, and I think our next... Do thing that we'll talk about leads kind of like this is kind of like the device that you'll be but my, using to go forward. With my it, problem so. is when you mm -hmm. call it the PlayStation Spine, I immediately I immediately want Hideo Kojima to be the one that designed it, and I want it to look like vertebrae holding it together. And it, it, it is literally you put it on your back; it's a back brace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when you're when, when you're sitting well. down and you're comfortable, you pop it off and you can play video games. Ah, this sucks. Yeah. Or it's like you're all these different crossover things. Now I want Hideo Kojima to work with Nintendo on the next Ring Fit adventure. Yeah, I'd be down with that for sure. <laughs> or it's like the health he and probably care is. Dead, dead space. Just put on this entire suit and then start jogging. But if you stub your toe, suit. we're gonna break your leg in real life. Oh my god. Yeah, it's got the it's got the um So immersive. It's got the same thing as like the the LED in the PlayStation Five controller that shows like it can show your health and stuff, except it's on uh -huh. your spine, like in Dead Space. And it's got the full that's, haptics. That's how you know if you're like living an unhealthy well, lifestyle. On. It'll start giving you like negative. <laughs> it'll start glowing red, and you're like, "Whoa, what's that all about?" <laughs> oh, the diabetes Stop. is flaring up again. <laughs> but oh, shouldn't eat that. All right, but yeah, um, just something that they were kind of showing off. Um, not surprised, um, kind of leading into our next piece where uh, Sony is working on a competitor to Xbox Game Pass. Um, mm. They've literally had PlayStation now longer 
then Game Pass, and it's just taken them this long to go, oh, wait. Hey, wait a minute. What if we made this good? Yeah, wait I love a this. What if that was a deal? I love this. A good deal. Jason Schreier right. brought this out with his Bloomberg article right off the bat, so. Yeah. Yeah. That got me real excited when I found this news. I was like, oh, shit. What's going to what happen? What if it were good? How can they make it competitive? Um. So... That that's the that's my big question. Um, you know they're gonna have those like different tiers. They're gonna have the tier where it's like, hey, here's your, um, you know, here's just your your online access. Uh, I I, I can see that you know online access mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, um, and then they have um, of course like the the like Game Pass Ultimate version, yeah. Sony yeah. version, um, and maybe something in between there. I, I'm not too sure on, on what the plan is there, but. Um, I think the biggest thing is how are they going to how are they going to make this if they don't plan on putting their first party title do they have to put their first party titles drop on this day one to I think be they do. competitive I think they do as well I think they yeah. probably do yeah. yeah but will they no maybe I think that's the te- I think that's the thing I I, I lean toward no I, I just, that doesn't feel like a PlayStation thing to me right I will be optimistic and say yes because this is just the pendulum swinging back and it's now Sony's turn to push back and I think they will learn from the success of Game Pass on the Xbox side and I think they will do it. I I really hope you're right. Yeah, I hope you're I right. Really hope you're I, right. I hope I'm right too because that but would it be is, awesome. It is interesting where like it wouldn't take much to be really competitive, right? Like it would, right. Like, you know. They just, already it seems the that they just refuse to do it. Well, I mean, and the, I wonder the reason if they refuse to do it, though, is because, as we've talked about so many times in the past, do they really need to? Like, right. I don't know. I mean, it depends. I still like the idea of the two companies having two different strategies, right? Like, um, Microsoft is trying to, you know, be Microsoft, basically, and they want to create a different type of marketplace, right? I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um and I like the idea of PlayStation saying, hey, we just, you know, we're the Criterion Collection. We make the top-rated games. Two or three of them come out a year. They're extremely good. You have to get them day one. That That's the conversation. You know? Like, I like that concept. But I feel um, like... I, yeah, but how long can that last, though, for forever. one or the other? Co- well... So, here, here's the thing, though. Here's my big, the, my big realization that just hit me. Microsoft's been doing great for a while. Sony hasn't cared enough. What did Nintendo just do with their online membership? Shut the bed. They fumbled no, I mean, so hard. Yeah, right. yeah. So now it's time for Sony to swing in because they can't fuck up that hard. Well, yeah, not only that, right. but maybe they're looking at it and saying, okay, we really only have one competitor here, which I, is I don't even Microsoft. Think, well, I don't even think it's a matter of the one competitor. I think it's a matter of they can look at, like, there is demand out there for older stuff, which is why the rumors in this talk about possible PS1, PS2 games even. But yeah, right. they can also see how it can be done very, very poorly. Nintendo's right. lowest rated YouTube video of all time is that <laughs> fucking reveal video where they talked about the expansion pass. Um, yeah. Sony, I don't think it's possible for Sony to shit that bad. Um, they, yeah, I, they I've, seen them shit, I've seen them shit real hard. I've seen them shit pretty hard. We've seen them shit pretty hard, but I, that hard, I don't think they're going to go that low. Like Here's need where go, Nintendo needs to go to a doctor because they prolapsed on that. Yeah, they yeah. they hurt their back real bad. Yeah. I think. 
but like I don't think Sony can screw it up that badly. They can still fuck yeah. it up. It's not yeah. going to be to that level. If Sony fucks this up, it's going to be to a level of ah shit. Give us six months to figure this out. Here's a here's a free three month for something. Like they'll figure it out. I see what you're saying for sure. Well, here's where I think Sony can get a competitive edge over Game Pass is the fact that. Um, Xbox is both focusing on their consoles and also on their PC um, distribution as well. And so Game Pass Ultimate is Game Pass on console, Game Pass on PC, and xCloud. But if PlayStation mm-hmm. only caters to just you know whatever their subscription service to console is, as well as their online, and not worry about trying to encompass... Uh, playstation distribution or uh, on pc they can lower the cost for their subscription to give themselves a competitive edge against game pass game pass ultimate is 15 dollars a month playstation's subscription service could be 10 dollars a month and undercut xbox that way because they're only having to focus on their version on just console and the online aspect yeah yeah i can definitely see that I, I don't think that they'll go that route. Even if there is less there, I still think they'll keep on par with what Game Pass Ultimate is. I I just don't think they're like... I think they see dollar signs. And they're yeah. like, yeah, if we can make more, let's make more. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Like, I'm excited for it to be called um, PlayStation Now Plus. Just with the plus sign. PlayStation Now Plus. <laughs> um, yeah, it's into more of the terrible naming of all the subscription services that have been coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it'll be. It'll be really. I'm very interested to see. And I think pretty much no matter what, like if they're going to offer this as a service, you know, and I'm already doing PlayStation Plus. How are they? How is that gonna? work out are you gonna have to buy like some people buy playstation plus you know two years at a time yeah Yeah, i'm still good till i'm still good till late next year so what does that mean for those people do they have to buy do they have to pitch in an extra like i think they'll whatever i think that the way the tiers are going to work out is it's going to be i think that we got a good preview of what to expect with tiers when different um cell phone companies did their playstation now playstation plus combo deals where you're getting that free for a year over the past couple Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. um i think that's going to be that like mid-tier um you're gonna i think that if i think they'll go the nintendo the nintendo route of if you want to take yourself from level one to level two then this is what you'll pay for the rest of the year to, Mm. to prorate your upgrade on that um if you want to stick with that then cool you know, I think they'll let you go up a tier, but not like prorate yourself back down to cancel out a tier for a year if you do a year at a time like that. Right. It'll have its monthly rate. Um, I just want to know what the if they're going to tier it off. I want to know what a third tier is going to be. I really do right. feel like they'll have a third tier where it's going to give you access to stuff that PS Now doesn't give you access to. And maybe that's where the first party tiles come into play. Though. Yeah, if they want to bring some first party stuff or even some retro stuff, I am. I, you get you guys know me. I, I think comes to PS One, PS Two. Bro, if you give me a the, if you give me the ability to play Maximo from PS2, which is one of the hardest video games I have ever played, I will throw easily a hundred bucks at you for a membership that's going to get me like for a year of all this other shit plus that. Like, and, and I mean, interesting. They're in a. I mean, they are in a really good spot. I mean, it, it, we we talked about them shitting to bed, 
it's it is kind of make or break time with this thing. It's yeah. been out long enough. It's been not even in the conversation as a value. PlayStation Now. I've um, had so so I've had PlayStation Now for the past year, and I bet you guys didn't know that. I haven't used it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I I had it. I think I had it for like th- I think I did like three months or six months. I don't remember. Um, and I played like four things on it, and I was like, "Damn, that wasn't worth it." <laughs> yeah. I I've yet to um, touch it, but I didn't get Game Pass until back in June, too. So that right, right, yeah, you can factor that into my opinion. Yeah, it's well. just it. Well, I I think for you, you might have been looking at it as a value of like right. I I prefer to own my games and right. all the games that are available on there that I would want to play anyway. I've already owned. I already yeah. own. I've already purchased it somewhere. Um, I think it was just a matter of time of you not purchasing those games to find the value in something like Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with Xbox. And so maybe if I give it time with PlayStation, then eventually that'll get to that point for me. Right. Well, I think PlayStation has an advantage because they do a lot of like, re- like remasters of sure. games that you might not have played. And if you are into those, if like like Johnny was saying, you know. If if I think that's going to be their thing, I think they're going to be like we remaster these games, you know, not necessarily for like PS Five, but we remaster it to a, a decent level so it doesn't feel like uh, you're playing like a like maybe One, remaster like the Metal Gear Solid series or something like that. Mm. Yeah, just to like maybe update uh, some controls or whatever, um, right. and then if you want that, you know, I think that's. I think that Sony always goes a hundred percent. I feel like they always go for quality. Right. They want that that um, they want that experience to be as good as it was, especially with something like a remaster, as good as it was the first time, if not better. Right. So yeah. I, I think they're in an interesting place. I don't think we'll see them be like, okay. Uh, we're just chucking all of these things on an emulator, and here you go. You know what? Let's see how that works out. I, I right. don't think we'll see that. It'll be a very select amount of things um, that are are quality in their eyes, quality, whether you like the game or not. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see this. I'm excited for. Um, it, it says uh, code name Spartacus. Uh, the launch is targeted for next spring. Mm-hmm. So I need to. You know what. God damn it. <laughs> we completely <laughs> forgot the obvious. Um, we forgot about it because it hasn't been mentioned in a few months. Do you guys remember a few months back when Sony was trying in a couple different countries the, the movie the movie pass thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we just found an addition to one of our tiers because they've tested I that in different right. markets. So well, they, they, they own, um, is it Crunchyroll or is it Funimation? One of I those. Think Crunchy roll, I think. Crunchyroll. Because you we, have... I had brought that up when they had acquired them. Like, is there the possibility of popping yeah, that? Sony into... completed its nearly $1.2 billion acquisition of Crunchyroll uh, from AT&T back in August. There it is. Um, yeah. Like, that's cool enough. But, I mean, there's also movies, because look at all the movie stuff Sony owns. Um, yeah, they own there's a, there's Universal Studios. So there. you have, like, yeah. the entirety of Fast and Furious, Jurassic Park, um, Spider-Man... You know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. You could throw those onto. You know, this could be like part it of a precursor a to a universal distribution 
ironically universal enough, subscription service. Ironically like enough, that. Sony could finally give us what Microsoft said they were going to give us with the Xbox One. Yeah. Which was yeah. an all-in-one family entertainment system that wasn't meant oh, to be man. a gaming platform. And it would it would come out of nowhere for that to be Sony because for so many years we've had Sony tell us like you care about games that's what we're gonna keep giving you like right yeah yeah I wonder I wonder if something like that would even be Sony be like Bro, considered we a PlayStation thing or if PlayStation would be a part of a bigger thing that Sony has is working on I feel like it would I think be Sony would try to use the success of PlayStation to try to sling slingshot like that kind of service out there yeah yeah that's true i mean they, they, it would already appeal to gamers if they said hey here's our here here's uh what the fuck ever they call it sony plus or whatever it comes with all this movie based stuff playstation gamers you're gonna get your playstation plus you're gonna get you know like your online play you're gonna get these uh you know bigger things um the cost on something like that a year though i yeah. feel like has to be has to be big well, yeah. as usual, they'd re- they'd rely on the fact that somebody would do monthly on it because monthly does cost you more in the long term. But people are more okay with dropping money monthly. Um, right. There was some- probably still be a dope deal. There was something else that um, that they had picked up. I just had it in mind a second ago, and and, and now, now I can't remember what it was. They had picked up something else, and I was like, oh man, that would be. Uh, oh, we were talking. They didn't pick it up. We were talking about. Um, them uh, teaming up with Epic and bringing their stuff to uh, like Epic, That's being right. their like solo thing. Remember that conversation? Yes, I do. That could be that could be a good PC market. Literally, no factual backing to anything that I'm saying about that. But just a partnership they, with the Epic Game Store or something like that that they would yeah. yeah have like a subscri- subscription tie into the Epic Game Store for their PlayStation titles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of possibilities here. We're going to see how they're going to shit the bed. We're all along for the ride. It's going to be fun. Uh, but we have uh, between now and next spring to get um, a bit more info on I'm that. excited. So we'll keep an eye out. I'm excited to yeah, see how that sure. turns out because uh, Me too. there's a lot of good potential there. Yeah, I, I like the idea of like having like I, I it's kind of like like OCD when you see something that's like everything's straight and one thing's just a little crooked. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's the way it is. Everything's not perfectly like parallel. I just thought of like the dumbest thing ever and I I know it would never happen, but the idea of like a big Sony movie coming out and it's like and the post credit scene being the actual announcement for something like this and it being that huge epic multi-tiered announcement that nobody would ever care about god it would be such a waste of money but it would be so good (laughs) so many moviegoers would be like what the fuck are these people talking about who then like three people that are pirating the movie at home and be like oh yeah oh shit oh oh, shit they just like spit cheetos everywhere and stuff like that cheese covered popcorn (laughs) because they're watching movies it's gonna be classy it's gonna at least be shitty popcorn those yeah. kids spit all over their fucking computer monitor. Like, oh no, god damn it! <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Starfield released a. It it, it was shown as like a, a teaser, um, but basically, it was just some concept art. Right. Well, yeah, it was, it was like concept a art and a discussion. Yeah, it was right. a seven minute dev talk about um, just some things that they wanted to talk about or bring up for 
to expect for Starfield and everything, that it's going to be a bit more grounded than what Fallout and Elder Scrolls is going to be. I, I, I like that. I, I, I think uh, right before the show, um, I mentioned, like, it would be good for us to taper expectation of this mm-hmm. game. I think so, too. Um, I, 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 want, I think the thing that I want to push out of my mind the most... Um, is the idea that we're just going to be flying a ship from planet to planet and and doing all this stuff? Um, yeah, that game's already out. They uh, they Destiny was mentioned, so good. Um, God yeah. Howard mentioned that there's going to be. Uh, did he say that there were two uh, signature Bethesda step out moments? Is that what it said in here, Brian? Yes, that they were going to do two of those moments. Like. I'm going to guess. Yes. Um, so, so you know, like when you come out and like Fallout and your character first exits the vault and it's like really bright and they have their arm up trying to block the sun a little bit. Um, they're going to have two of those big moments. Um, Where the world which does opens show, up to you. Yeah, which does show some sort of, um, you know, like grounding of you being in this place you know like i guess they could do it elsewhere you know like when you land on a planet and you first come out of the i don't know terminal or whatever the hell it is um landing craft they they, yeah they they could do that um they could do it that way but i'm really i personally i want to taper my expectation to it being closer to what um like a fallout and elder scroll game is in the sense of uh grounding i don't want to take my expectations too far and expect those things like i think i mentioned like we expected with destiny right but they did also say that they will include several of like the iconic things that you come to expect from bethesda games like i want to collect every single coffee mug that i can find (laughs) that kind of deal so i i really love this concept art of the, the the guy in the spacesuit walking with uh the like little kid with red hair it has nothing to do with what's going on there. The black cat's really cool. Um, but on the left side, there's that robot, and it has, like, a cowboy hat on, and it has, like, a little <laughs> monkey backpack. Yeah. That's where it's at. <laughs> well, it, I don't know what's happening there. I hope it turns around, and it's that it's that um, that robot from Fallout New Vegas, and it's like, howdy, partner! Oh, I was thinking Cosworth, but the Western version of that. That's the robot from New Vegas, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Cosworth is from four. Right, right. I was saying the you said the country version of that, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what uh, yeah. Howdy, I think, was his name uh, in New that's Vegas. Right. He uh, shaped different, of course, but it's just built different. Yeah. One one floats, the other one rolls around like claptrap. But yeah, some cool concept art out there. Um, good dev talk if you are very very interested in starfield go check it out um if you're like me and you're okay with seeing some concept art but you want to know as little as possible um when it comes to uh, story and kind of what to expect uh you can also skip it uh we won't judge you i will johnny will all right and we've arrived our last uh our last news article of the day um this one slipped me who, who did you put this one in here brian Yes, I did. Um, Legendary so, discovery. Yeah. <laughs> so the creators for the DC Universe Online MMO that has been um, 
I would say pretty successful um, over the last it's, what ten years now. It's still going. It's weird yeah, for me because incredible. I can't. I can't call it like very successful, but I also can't say that it's like extremely faltering because it's it's not terrible. It's not. It's it's the perfect mid range MMO. Yeah. Um, and I think sure. that's why it's been doing so well is it's been accessible in so many places with so yeah, little effort. Yeah, and that's where I would go with the successful thing is the fact that they've been able to, like, for us, this is like a fairly small studio, right? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like this isn't It's like certainly a not a huge studio, yeah. The Dimension right. Games? Yeah, for what they've been able to accomplish with DC Universe Online, I, I would definitely put that in wheelhouse is successful it i would throw it like like with the kind of su- same kind of success as like warframe where they've been able to go for a very long time and it just seems like every now and then they keep building this interest that people come in and join into it and stuff but these develop getting back to the actual article the developers of this are lining up to create a marvel mmo which i think mm-hmm. is probably the perfect pairing um to create a Marvel MMO. Yeah. So I, I'm very interested in this company because because DCU really picked up where uh, something like City of Heroes and Villains left off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, after when when I got that itch to play something like City of Heroes, this was the first stop that I made. Um, it, it didn't scratch the itch the way I wanted to, but creating the character was fun. And and you know running around and, and getting that um, you know getting some of those flavors that that was um, that was good I, I'm I think uh, I think one of the great things about uh, a, a, an MMO that's in the superhero world that isn't tied down to uh, one of the big names you know like Marvel or DC is that you have people making characters for Marvel and DC and seeing how especially in that game was seeing how long you could play as that character um, before someone noticed it and mm-hmm. then uh, removed it for uh, copyright right that was always mm-hmm. fun um, but with Marvel I, I wonder I, and and I know DC had you know a lot of characters but I feel like they have like fewer key characters. Oh, he agrees. Um, but I feel like they have fewer key characters. I feel like it was like like Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, and then you have a, a few other underlying characters there. Um, Marvel is... Jeez. Marvel depends entirely on what arc you're paying attention to, though. Right. Because a yeah. character in one arc is just utter garbage and then in another they're like holy shit this person reset reality what just happened like Marvel's weird like that Um, and I'll be honest I grew up a Marvel kid because it was like there were so many people out there so many characters so much potential for powers as I got older I was like that shit's too much to keep up with give me DC (laughs) yeah and I think that's what I was getting at it it, it very much is um it's like opening the valve all the way. There's a lot you know, of room for mistake so with, with Marvel. There's a much. lot of room to fuck up. Yeah, and man, and I think that's like, probably that. I think that would be what would hold you back. Um, 
in his where do they even start yeah in in fewer words than than what you're expressing because i can feel it is like there are so many wrong ways to do this with marvel well my guess is that they'll probably take a similar approach to what they did with dc universe online where you're not playing a specific already canon character the right. your hero is created because a Lex Luthor from an alternate timeline released a bunch of nanites and gave everyone on Earth superpowers and then you just but it was based off the template of you know the Justice League and um, the League uh, Legion of Doom or whatever villain yeah. league it is. Um, my guess is that they'll probably take a s- pretty similar approach to it where you're not playing as a specific character that is already canon you'll probably make a custom hero that oh yeah for some reason the story has allowed for this growth maybe it'll be um mutants and so you're just choosing what mutant powers that you would want to have or maybe it it'll be kind of like weirdly similar to DC Universe Online where instead of Lex Luthor it's Tony Stark releasing a bunch of nanites like we need a bunch of heroes now go and find people I don't think uh, I mean I this know. being led by uh, Jack Emmer um, he, I, I don't think that they'll I, and, and I hope they go this route um, I, I, I don't think that they will tie it down like that I think they'll go okay you know heroes are born you know it it happens mm-hmm. um whether it be a, a mutation or you know someone destined for greatness or they were born into wealth or um i think they'll i i really hope that they keep it that way so then the, there's just, just go there are humans that are born that way and then as well if you want to go the the other route i know yeah city of heroes and villains they had a um system like how did you gain your powers was it technology mm-hmm. uh were you were you born that way were you mutated in some way um you know did you come from science or space um and and there was a, a lot or was it like a science experiment i think science was one um you know kind of leaning toward like the hulk um and uh and, and going going that route and i i really like that open-ended um thing and then just giving the player the ability to type their backstory you know whatever happened like oh i was mutated uh you know i was you know like born immune or whatever you know I no that would make sense of, yeah and then and, and i thought that, i i always like that i like that i think that's one of the things that took me out of dcu because i had to tie myself down to one of these heroes right. that i don't necessarily care for right no that so, makes yeah. sense um, and maybe and like what johnny was saying it's like with how open and diverse marvel is and how hard it is to keep track of that maybe that's how they'll play into it it's just the fact that heroes pop up anywhere and so they'll have some preset templates that you can yeah. mix and match to be able to create a hero and so that way it's just kind of a little bit more organic the way that you um select your powers and stuff mm-hmm. for sure for sure like, um <coughs> i was checking out their um mm-hmm. sorry initial release date dcuo january 11th 2011 it's been going. Yeah, it's 10 officially, years. Yeah, it's been going over 10 years. Platforms, Windows, of course, PS3, which a lot of us knew, 
and then of course PS4 to PS5, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. So a free-to-play MMO accessible on that many platforms is just huge. And yeah, yeah. It, I tried it in so many different ways too. I played it some on PS3, I played a little bit on PS4, I messed with it a tiny bit on PC, I even downloaded it to try it on the Switch. It still runs well um, because they didn't try to super update everything. They've developed and grown how they send out expansions and stuff so you can buy piece by piece the different things you want if you want to expand what you're playing with different powers and stuff. And I think right. that might have been my only complaint is they paywalled a lot of the powers on a free-to-play MMO because um, yeah. I really got I really wanted to use like lantern powers and I just couldn't do that. Um, mm -hmm. And they they made a lot of changes to it throughout the years. Um, but again, it giving you, like we said, that small group of heroes or villains to side with when it comes to Marvel, there are just so, so many. And I feel like the hardest part is going to be that unlike the DC villains, a lot of the Marvel villains don't know how to work together. Right. I mean, yeah, hell, a lot I of the Marvel like heroes don't know how to work <laughs> together. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I pretty much am just like hoping I'm begging them for kind of two things. One, don't tie it down at all. You know, leave it open. Don't tie us down to like mm -hmm. Iron Man or Captain America or whatever. Um, that it's your character that you are immersing yeah. yourself into. And and as well, don't don't push the Avengers. Like yeah. we've seen it enough. We yep. know what they are. There's other things out there. Um, that and that was my favorite thing about you know some of um, the uh, like lead designers uh, like original superhero work with City of Heroes was like accidentally realizing what your character can do. Um, mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, cool. Uh, my character can produce spines. Like, they, they can push spines out of their hands and then fight with them. Or they can, like, uh, uh, concentrate really hard and do, like, a like thorn explosion and just shooting spines out of their body. Um, and then finding out, oh, wait, I can change my spines to metal. And now I'm, like, Wolverine somehow. <laughs> Um, and and it's really interesting just finding the different the different ways to do that. I think I probably and I played a lot of that game. I pro I, as much as I played the game, I spent well more time playing with the powers. It was like uh, I, it's like it, it reminded me of The Sims in a way because a lot of people will play The Sims and they don't actually like play the game. They don't, don't make the do character. Anything. They'll make the house, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, that was fun." Like it's like an interior designer's dream. It's a very similar thing, but with with heroes and, and villains, even in that case. So, yeah, I think that I think my two biggest things that will help me like the game, and I don't know, may, maybe others would, yeah, definitely leave the Avengers not out of it, but don't make them the star of the show, and don't tie us down to anything. That's what ruin me on the last game I think they'll be smart I wanted to, to like, not do that I, I really wanted to like the like the uh, DC Universe game like yeah. it just I, I don't know it felt like watered down I think was the 
Yeah. And I think it had to be because of, like Johnny was saying, all the platforms it, it was on. All right. That's the show, though. Um, covered a lot of ground there. I was actually checking out uh, um, the Dimensional, um, Dimensional Inc.'s website. And yeah, they have uh, senior animator, technical artist, um, which one? Senior program for programmer for gameplay, um, hmm. all listed as uh, unannounced project. It's pretty cool. Let me keep an eye on that. All right, but yeah, like I said, that's our show. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff there as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. And be sure to check out our monthly show. Just letting you know of all the good games that are coming out throughout the month of December. What you can expect to pick up uh, with your PlayStation Plus, your games with gold, and more. Uh, but for Mammoth Games Inc., I'm one of your hosts, Jay. Whole cast here with me this week. Uh, Austin? Yep. Johnny Riot? Nope. <laughs> and Brian? Maybe. Maybe? Hell yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>